Where's my mic? There it is. Hey, and we're back, and we're live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode of ESP, Enchanting Sorcery Productions. We're back once again, the lovely, incredible, talented D. Hello, D. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about you guys? Uh, I'm good, and I have a Nightbot command for you. Yeah! <laughs> it actually works. Well, sometimes Nightbot can be a little, a little wonky. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about deep magic but first um i want to talk about a little bit of banter you said you had some homebrew that you're working on and i want to let you talk about that for a bit because i'm very intrigued yes i do (laughs) um so this is my first kind of foray into um uh really paid dming so i really wanted to like hammer out um some stuff for you know a a homebrew world um that's called obanra um, it's called what? Obanra. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's um, it kind of plays off of a lot of the lore behind like Eberron and how mm. um, you know the 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 lore behind it was the world was kind of made out of the uh, dragon gods, like the the body of the dragon gods. Um, and that's kind of the part that I took that I was like, I really like that. And I also really want more dragons in my mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons. We're just going to go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, we're such so, a yeah. cool setting too. Right? Especially with the dragon lore. And I like how you implemented that. But anyway, yeah, carry on. So that, that's what I really, really want to implement is more dragons in my Dungeons and Dragons. Um, um, but it's still kind of scaled down a little bit. It's not as like heavy as on the like mystery and the noir of Eberron. Mm-hmm. Um, it still very much plays into things like Faerun and the kind of high magic fantasy. Um, so, like I said, still in the very, very early stages. But I yeah. definitely want to get the name out there. Anything dra- anything draconic is cool. I know, like you're the you're my authority on anything and everything <laughs> dragons when it comes to D and D and expanded D and D lore. And it, it's literally the second part of the name, Dungeons and Dragons. Like, yeah. give me more dragons. <laughs> well, with everything that happened with the uh, the community incidents in in January, with the uh, the OGL and everything, it's yes. nice to see a lot of people expanding, doing their own stuff, doing their own worlds, making mm-hmm. their own versions of whatever. And we have the Creative Commons now, which is really cool because it makes it so that creators like yourself can just kind of go wild, right. Um, and it's, it seems like a very general concept of Eberron, so you should be fine. I know, like, Eberron is that weird in-between where, like, if you use, like, specifically Warforged or, like, right. like the, the Dragon Mark houses, it's a weird, sticky area for copyright. Mm-hmm. But um, the general concept, no, because we learned also right. you can't copyright general concepts. <laughs> right. Yeah, like dragons becoming a part of the Earth. So I'm very excited to... Hey, anything you want to have me play test? Uh, I'm here for it. <laughs> for sure, yeah, because I know I'm definitely going to be looking at um, upgrading some Dragonborns, because don't get me wrong, Bisben did a really good job. Yeah. Um, I just think Dragonborns need a little bit more love. Oh yeah, Bisben is somewhere over there behind, I don't know. My camera's all wonky with the blur focus, but it's back there somewhere. <laughs> uh, speaking of expanded D&D and 5e stuff, let's talk about Let's talk about Fire! Yes! <laughs> uh, I'm very excited to talk about Fire. And, wha-bam! Browser! Boom, we got browser <laughs> vision. All right. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about Cobalt Press's Deep Magic Volume 2. And I'm excited about that. And I have notes, so I'm going to check our agenda. Yes, we have an agenda. Homebrew banter. Heed powers call. Okay, we're just gonna we're gonna do a little flavor because it wouldn't be an ESP thing with a little actual flavor lore. So, of Deep Magic Two is sort of an enhanced deep dive into magic, into Fifth Edition magic. And there's a little blurb at the beginning that we're gonna we're gonna read here called Heed Powers Call, and I really Thanks. like this. And you can check out the Kickstarter too, which I will link in the chat a little bit later. Deep Magic Volume Two is the next installment in Cobalt Press's popular series, presenting potent new options for game masters and players with a penchant for enchantment. Oh no, I did. Enchantment! I did, <laughs> I did it too, I was like, don't, don't. 
and fully compatible. We're also Dragon Age nerds. And fully compatible with the evolution of the world's first tabletop RPG. This book is a complete expansion for spellcasting, GM-packed with innovative and thoroughly playtested. There it is. That's how you sell Panda. Awesome. Uh, thoroughly playtested options with Deep Magic Volume 2. You can master new mechanics like True Name Magic. Ooh, that's like the name of the wind. Uh, really, interest Ooh. really interesting book series. I listened to it on audiobook, like half listened to it. I don't know that mm -hmm. much about it beyond that. Hundreds of new spells for every casting class. It includes new subclasses like the Oath of the Spellsworn and a new base class, the Witch. Ooh, I actually didn't read that very last line for some reason, but now I'm really excited. In this preview, you'll find a snippet about pyromancy. I feel like I should do a metal, like an 80s metal scream after I say that. <laughs> ah! One of the many magic styles appearing in Deep Magic Volume 2. The snippet includes an overview of the style, a recommended spell list, flavorful player options, creature traits, and a first look at the Ignacies of Flame, which I know both of us are excited about. A grimoire smoldering with elemental power. It also contains a small sampling of the new pyromancy spells that will appear in the book. And I will link the Kickstarter it is available here. Boom. Awesome. Hey, Varoth, lurking at work. Heck yeah, if you shout out. Nope, not Varoth. Chicken broth. Varoth, the V. Hey. Across the obelisk. Never heard of it, but now I'm curious. Okay. Where's my browser? And the art is just incredible. Everything, everything Cobalt Press is so extra in the best way. I love it. And that, like, you have it any other way. Yeah, and they've got like Star Magic, which is really cool. Wondering if like the actual full version will have. I mean, that looks like that looks like Star or sort of Astrologian Magic. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be very cool. Because I mean, we already kind of got a taste in that with um, like the uh, the official stars uh druid but i mean this would be fantastic to have it expanded to like other classes mm -hmm. caption this photo d <laughs> the uh the one uh, above heed powers call <laughs> be careful what you summon yeah <laughs> i feel like that's that's very accurate because it looks like some sort of chimera thing because mm -hmm. it's got like all it looks like stitching <laughs> i can't quite tell what that is uh I should have brought a bag with me to the park. <laughs> I'm gonna just say what it is, and then you can tell me what your thoughts are. I really like this. So it's about creating your own specific style. There's a snippet here, the first couple of pages, about how these magic styles are kind of flavored. The one that we're looking at, pyromancy, is flavored for pyromancy. And I'm going to assume that there's going to be other flavors, sort of like astrologian magic, like we saw with the art, or th sort of thunder, like a thunder style. But also what's cool about this is, like most expanded supplements for 5th edition, you can kind of craft your own style. And it goes into detail about how to do that, how to structure a spell list based on your own style. And the coolest part about this is that it uses all the schools of magic, not just one, but all the schools to really create a full profile of flavor for your style of magic. So what are your initial thoughts just on the style, on how this book approaches a very general, hey, you can also customize it and sort of combining, as a veteran D&D player, combining all yeah. of the schools together. I think it's a fantastic step in the right direction. Um, I know when I first got started in playing D&D, there wasn't necessarily um a lot of options so like obviously in D, D, D you can customize a lot of stuff but the the nitty-gritty the small things is what you really kind of get at so for example like when i my first character that i made was a moon druid um mm -hmm. but he was a moon druid that studied um white dragons which are specific to like cold uh you know cold magic yeah so i wanted to implement that into um his fighting style uh the spells that he had um and unfortunately for my dm he didn't really have a way of implementing that aside from okay well you know let's take uh what was it flame blade now it's cold blade so it's just like you know we'll just kind of switch it to, to cold magic whereas there's not necessarily any spells that i could develop um or, you know, like outside of what I was kind of already given. So I really like the 
being able to have more spells available to you um, to kind of, you know, really get into your character's personal style of magic. Yeah. That's what most people do, I think. Mm -hmm. I feel like most people, I've done it a hundred times, right. just reflavor something because I'm like, oh, I don't have anything. Right. Hey, everybody, and now you now we have something. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that, but now yeah. you have an option for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's... So it's less work on the DM on that part, too. Yeah, that too. And your DM will appreciate you. I say that <laughs> as a DM. <laughs> are, are you DMing any campaigns right now other than preparing uh, for your homebrew world? or Not any campaigns specifically. I do occasionally run uh, one-shots in a, in a group of friends. Mm -hmm. Um so that's where most of my experience is but yeah having something like this where i would you know because this is a not a pre-written campaign this is everything is made by me so something like this would be absolutely invaluable where if i had a player that came to me like oh well i want to be a you know a Sid specific artist right. okay cool i have something for that now well if you end up having spots in your campaign <clears throat> you have to say <laughs> I will always ask you and Panda first. Yay! Uh, Panda's our DM from... Uh, you'll hear D and I talk about our Sunday campaign a lot. And that's uh, our DM's uh, name is Panda. Red Panda. Cool. All right. So, <laughs> pyromancy magic is what we're looking at here. This is really cool. Instead of a feat... Oh, I want to go to the next song, actually. That's a cool song, but the road is more... More fantasy, fantasy-esque. Ooh, and and more nightbot commands. For our music partners, because we have music partners now, Dee. Yay, music partners. Uh, After Infinity is just free for everyone. There we go. Uh, anyone can use After Infinity as so long as you cite them appropriately. It has to do in here. And then also tabletop RPG music currently playing. Yeah, okay. Definitely more of a... fantastic. I just yeah. I just use it on occasion, like I said, when I'm running those um one shots and I'm like, yo, guys, go like go use them. It's fun. It's really cool. They have good music. Do you know what I'm gonna say next? Yes. What? It's fire. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> yes! <laughs> high five. <laughs> Uh, outstanding. Okay, so with Pyromancy Magic, you can just take a Fire Feet or an Ember, as they're called. Unfortunately, it's very specific. Might change. It's still in the Kickstarter, so you never know if something might change the last minute. Not always, but you can only take one per character. I'm assuming with certain classes and you with your DM, you can change up what feat it is. But let's talk about the feats here. Let, let's each take one to talk about. There is Breath to Smoke, Fire Rider, Flame Sucker, Spreader, Upon the Rising Plume, and uh, A Voice Inferno. Were any of these, did any of these really call out to you specifically? If so, just um, talk about it. You know, I feel like uh, I kept coming back to the Fire Rider because it really gave mm. me like, like, Silver Surfer vibes. Yeah, I mean, you also have a Phoenix, a Phoenix Flame mount in the campaign yes. that we're playing now. Um yeah, so that was that was the other reason like that I my uh the the mount that I have is a fire griffin. Um so obviously having something like a fire rider feat would be amazing for my cleric. Because all things fire. Yeah. And then you could do it with anything. So with you being our go-to fan of all things draconic, you could take like a guard drake or Anything I know there's like a couple of upgraded versions of the guard drake and mm -hmm. in Fizbins and some other some other 5e supplements. We could take any any type of sort of guard drake adjacent creature or mm -hmm. just a drake or a wyvern and you could give that creature the uh, the aura of flame and have it have that same flavor. Right. Really and cool. I, I think that's fantastic because you know, everybody wants a pet, you know, fire creature. Like I yeah. think that would be amazing. But also, you could literally have, like, a giant fox and have it be on fire. Uh-huh. Or you could have like, a unicorn to have that be on fire. Or, I don't know, you could just have a flaming horse. Any I mean, of the above. Flaming horse. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want a nightmare that's, like, a good nightmare? Yeah, exactly. 
Now I like the I like the breath of smoke. It's pretty simple and it's just you can sort of just spew thick acrid smoke. <laughs> and it creates like a smoke screen. You can just belch up smoke. See, I see this and I'm <laughs> like I can't get out of my head the finding Nemo. Oh, you guys made me aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <I see> <laughs> this, uh, using this underwater and it's instead of smoke, it's like mm -hmm. ink that yeah. comes out. It would be dangerous. That, that would be really good flavor and or dangerous for a bardic character yes. or a character that is always drinking or belching and then it's just smoke everywhere all the time. Or mm -hmm. uh, if they're, if you're going into a dungeon, they're like, well, hold on. I need to, I need to tap the keg that I brought with me so oh, I can belch. Right. And then they're just spewing smoke in the middle of a dungeon. It's really cool. Second favorite. Um, I had to pick a second favorite. Um, <clears throat> probably the spreader one um i mean Classic. come on you're yeah. just lighting stuff on fire yeah. like you're on fire you're on fire you're on fire you're like me i want to set things on fire if my yeah. mountain's not on fire you're going to be on fire <laughs> it's it's literally the oprah gift but with fire you're on fire yes. now you're on fire now you're <laughs> um i also like upon the rising plume because you literally use a existing fire as a springboard and just anime launch yourself into flight like, you know, that's definitely pretty cool and it actually says springboard so you like jump onto a hearth and then just wee and you shoot this like towering inferno just like uh -huh. shoots up from under you and just like like roiling flame as you kind of go flying into the sky after like, springboarding that is so cool though. yeah <laughs> If you're riding a rising plume of fire, that's pretty cool. If you had to pick one more to talk about, which one would it be? Um, what was it? So let me let me look at this again. Flame Sucker and Voice Inferno are the last two. I think Voice Inferno kind of caught my yeah. attention because I'm like, yeah. what what would this look like? Of charisma characters, right? And I mean, you know, you have so many so many options. So like, you have your paladin, your bard, um, you know that, you, or your uh sorcerer and i'm imagining this on a sorcerer would probably mm -hmm. be really really cool yeah um because i mean you're you're it's kind of actually you know what it kind of reminds me of is um skyrim like the thune yeah oh like, I, I feel like that would be a perfect image for this i'm ashamed of myself that i never even that i never <laughs> thought of that well then d <laughs> it definitely is you could just run around and boost Roda people off of cliffs with your fire voice. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah, I feel like, no, that, like... Would, that would be perfect image or something <laughs> like that. But then but then the DM has to say, okay, well after you bounce them off of the cliff in the sky you can see them sort of contorting and twisting in weird ways <laughs> and the <laughs> leg kind of just like through through the through the earth. Yeah. Uh then the yeah, and then the ground's like distorted. It's real weird. It's almost <laughs> like, you know, whoever, you know. It's almost like God creates worlds that are naturally flawed for some reason. I mean, you know, <laughs> it just works. Yeah. It just oh, no. works. <laughs> DM inspiration. <laughs> we were playing. Totally. Uh, okay. And the cool thing is you can also use this on creatures. So you can just add it to whatever fire creature you're making. So hot as hell, evaporating aura, Singeing Blow, which one would you pick if you were making the fire monster or a fire elemental or what's the first one that you think that you can think of? So my, I think my favorite go-to just because it, it feels kind of comfortable, kind of like the, uh, what is it called? Heated body, I think it's called in, in official material, hot as hells. I think that would be something that I would use on a lot of my creatures. Mm -hmm. um, just because, like I said, it, it, it makes me... It just feels kind of like that official material um, where it's a little bit like an aura, but you're taking fire damage um, instead of it just being, well, I mean, you know, like the yeah. name says, hot as hells. Well, and the other cool thing is that you can also evaporating aura, like you said, when you, when you mentioned, uh, you mentioned auras, it's mm. flavor. That's mostly, that's, that's pretty much just there for flavor, which is really cool. It reminds me of the, the layer actions of a legendary creature. Yes. And then, of course, there's the Singeing Blow, which is just add fire damage, which is cool. I mean, you know, everybody likes fire, right? That's why we're in the oh, yeah. fire section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pyromancy, yeah! 
Um, Scanlan would love this. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> I still have to finish watching season two. Oh my god, it's I so know. good. I, I got like I got to the uh, the episode after the Raven Queen's Lair. And then okay. I, I was so like because I knew it was going to happen, but I had never actually seen it play out, and I was so shook gotcha. by it that I was like, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's crazy is I went back and watched it again. And I was like, Man, I still miss so much stuff, but this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, same. I watched it a second time with my partner, and I Ooh. also I also noticed that I was missing some other stuff uh, there. So you're absolutely right. There's a lot of layers to it for sure. Uh, which is just a tribute to, like, the writing team. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. The Chronicles of Flame. I have a little... I like block text. We all know I like block text. So. <laughs> it was the scent that surprised me. I spent four years clamoring through the city ruins of the tower. The ash ruined my sense of smell and dimmed my vision. But I was undaunted. At night, the smoldering figure scolded me in my dreams. Dig deeper. We are there. Find us. When I finally found the charred door to the hidden library, I'd forgotten what a clean breath felt like. But in these coal black depths, I found it. The Ignises, a chronicle of fire and flame from the primordial sludge at the beginning of all things. In an instant, my senses returned, restored by the magic of the book. So this is a magic item that is currently held by... Uh, a character named Ian Gelwood. And he's a glass blower. And they uh, they made glass and then they found this tome. And then they got all this extra power. Mm-hmm. And then there is adventure hooks. Did you get a chance to, to check out the adventure hooks? Um, I kind of glanced over them a little mm-hmm. bit. But I didn't get too in detail because I figured we'd go over them here. Yeah. So... There's arson and there's dry grounds. Uh, I'll go through dry grounds if you want to take another peek at arson, and then you can let me know sure. what you think. Um, dry grounds is, uh, is cool because I like anything that leads you to, uh, or that relates to an ancient jungle, because you can tie it into like any other jungle-based campaign. Uh, so explorers of an ancient jungle return to a portside community. Hey, we got stuff going on. Aqua kisses. Oh my gosh! Is it our friend from Panda Server? It might be. Ah, hello, and Rudolph's here too. Hello, Aqua. Hello, Rudolph. So, okay. Telling tales of a desert growing nearby. The party investigates and discovers a miles-wide area of verdant jungle has turned to salt, to sand and ash. The center of the area is a smoldering temple where the Ignises once secured... Where the the Ignises, once secured in a magical urn, uh, has tumbled free. Fire-based monsters are drawn to the area to prevent the spread of the Grimoire's influence. The party must delve into the temple and return the book to its container. Or is taking it themselves. And there's a third one there that I missed earlier. But there's rising heat and there's arson. So what do you think of the arson hook now that, I, now that you've gotten a chance to look at it again? Think, I think this is a really good one. It's your classic, do we keep the cursed magical item or do we yeah. uh, return it to its uh rightful owners um and i i like the fact that there is it's talking about a living fire so it doesn't specify that it is a like an earth elemental or something it's literally a living fire that's teleporting and causing all this ruckus Mm. um so i i like the fact that they don't specify i mean of course as a dm you could make it um connected to fire elementals um but you have the option of just keeping it as a separate thing um i mean like i said it's a classic do we return it or not? And you could do the whole, what was it? Um, oh, Curse the Cowardly Dog. The return the slab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a throwback. <laughs> That's a real throwback. I need to watch that episode now. Oh, it's a Go back and watch episode. it. <laughs> I, I, I remember it being like really intense and really scary as a kid at a time. I was like, bring <laughs> it back, bring it back. So you could definitely like play up the spooky factor if you wanted to do something like that. Mm-hmm. If you're a DM that likes the spooks, you could make it very spooky and very terrifying for your players. Oh, totally. Um, but I, I, I always am a fan of like the classic stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, the last one is Rising Heat. 
Tossed into a city's infamous prison pits for theft, a young wizard has managed to smuggle one of her stolen objects with her, the Ignises themselves. In those dark caverns below the city, the bearer of the fabled grimoire has used the book's power to thin the veil between the material world and the swirling chaos of the elemental planes. What? I like it. This is my favorite. <laughs> Dangerous prisoners, fiery monsters, and the empowered wizard rise from the pits, threatening to immolate the will and wealth of the city citizenry. Okay, that's my favorite. I am 100% using that in the future. That one's a really cool one. <clears throat> I think that's, the, yeah, I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, I was just going to ask you what your favorite would be. Uh, but it's that one, for sure. Final yes. answer? Okay, same. <laughs> I mean, they're all, they're all really good. However, comma, no, rising fire, or yes. rising heat is the best. And that's just flavor. The final answer is just flavor because you can literally use all three of these in this, and you could kind of change things up, but you could do you could do one shots you could use different versions in the same campaign or make it one long campaign and just have like have the grimoire continue to elude you and have to follow it or have maybe false grimoires that are maybe something else or that used to be yeah that'd or, be a yeah. cool one actually a false grimoire like yeah. thrown in for for effect yeah and there's like a, a chaos demon or something that's uh mm -hmm. wanted and that has lured you all out here with a false one or something you could do any of those things and, of course, we have the magic item itself, the Ignacy's Wondrous Item, fabled 5th level and higher properties require attunement by a spellcaster. So, requires attunement, it's fabled, wondrous item, and uh, is pretty cool. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on the item itself? Which is pretty good. It is... I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, reading it, it but... real quick because I was like, hmm, this is really cool. I, I like the mm -hmm. fact that it's, instead of legendary, it, it's called fabled. Yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah. I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting. Um... <clears throat> Let me see. I I do like the quirks that are introduced with it. Yes. Um, like yeah. the your hands can lightly smoke when you're stressed. It's just the fact that you're attuned to it. It's giving your characters different effects. Would you roll? I rolled a five. A five. So you dislike being wet and avoid rain, baths, and boats whenever possible. See, my I think my favorite result on this table is that you like to set things on fire. I just will yeah. do that naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I will just do that because I can. Uh, okay, do you want to roll? See what you get? Uh, yes, I have my dice. So for see, number five, if, if I was rolling before character creation for something like this, for or like mm. for a campaign, I would be like, maybe you can roll a tabaxi or something, and then that would kind of go hand in hand with that. Oh but it's my very... God, <laughs> I have my orange dice here. Ooh, Sam. And I got a six. Oh, so that's a cool one. Food Ooh. and water that you carry uh, for, uh, for more than an hour takes a smoky flavor. Okay, so you're like a natural yeah. barbecue. That's, cool. <laughs> that's awesome. A natural smoker. Do you have to get up? The thing is, is that it does it when you walk so you don't have to get up at like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning to actually put the meat in the smoker? Right. <laughs> it's just like, you just gotta wake up. Like, I'll just hold this for a bit, and it turns into a, it has a smoky flavor. That's really cool. I would never be able to smoke any meat because I'm not a morning person, and <laughs> to the hells with getting up at like three o'clock in the morning. I would rather just drive down the street to the barbecue and get it. <laughs> That's fair. So, five and six, but it is an art. But, or when you're, if you have the Ignacy's and you roll a six, you can just be an, and you can make a business out of it. Your character could have like a little side hustle. Where See, I just okay, could, yeah. that would be pretty cool having a side hustle like that. Yeah, just just let me see your the meat for like an hour. I'll give it back. I'll give you mm -hmm. like like pay me fifty gold for this. And it has like, the spells that are in that we're gonna go over later in the tome, which is the next part. Yes, uh, everything that's already in there. You can also use it as a spellcasting focus, of course. You have advantage on intelligence-based checks made to interact with or recall information concerning creatures from the elemental planes. Uh, they contain the following spells. The Chronicles of Flame. wonder, is this... So I'm not seeing that... Um... What was it? What was that last one? Oh, no. So Chronicle... Flames Chronicle Unleashed. Okay. So that is actually yeah. in the spell section. I was looking for that. And and Garnet's here. One of our admins. Hi, Garnet. Garnet's gonna hang Hi. out with us. 
if you yeah, feel free to add anything that you want about the uh about this i didn't know you were gonna pop in but hello welcome we're happy to have oh. you here we're, do we're doing pyromancy feel free to offer your thoughts <laughs> oh otherwise sorry. i would add no I, you're totally i thought i was i i'm early then you are totally fine we're looking at deep magic too would you like to look at it with us garnet's one of our uh, admins again and you can see her on heaven's fire uh, More the yeah, barrier. sure. Okay. I can I can pop in. <clears throat> so what, what are you guys what what are we chatting about right now? We are oh, chatting about pyromancy, deep magic too. Oh. And we well, have uh, I, I'm a huge fan of pyromancy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> e, I told you, who doesn't like fire? Right? Everybody likes fire. And see, we went through the lore. We went through the actual magic item of this sort of fiery tome called the Ignaces. Uh, there are adventure hooks for the grim the grimoire of the Ignaces, which is like again this magical tome of fire. Um, mm -hmm. There are feats that you can take in place of regular feats that are called embers, as related to the pyromancy style of magic. And because this is a cobalt press tome, we are using a style of magic which can use all seven of the schools together as one particular style and you can kind of customize it as you go oh so Which i can cool. make fire pretty also yes. pretty pretty and pretty <laughs> yes uh and we're gonna move on to some of the spells now we're back so we're looking at the spells and we have okay so this is a long spell list we have the arrow of ash the ashen lashes alien harrier Court the Flame, Curse of Sustentation, sustentation Words, bom Bombard, Silence, iPhone, <laughs> Bombard, Ian's Armor of Glass, Fire Dance, Ian's Molten Shard, Flames Chronicle Unleashed, Hearthwalk, which is my personal favorite, Flames United, Immolating Geist, Major Flame Step, Spray of Glass, Minor Flame Step, and Smolder. Kiri would absolutely be living, Allie. Oh, and by the way, uh, shout out to Usually Triumphant. So Usually Triumphant, a.k.a. Allie, plays a, played a Fire Ganassi Bard in one of our home games. And uh, she also set fire to the entire town of Yartar uh, in one of the largest <laughs> pyromantic incidents to have ever uh, occurred on the Sword Coast. I mean, it's fine. You can rebuild. Yeah, you Congratulations. can always rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> You're it's held a, for something. <laughs> it's a legendary story. Well, there was like the 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 Centaurum there were being assholes, and there was like they were real nasty people to the the refugees there. So uh, to compensate, the party set fire to the town. Which is an appropriate I mean, reaction to mystery. You know, Zentharum yes. dealing with them. I yeah. mean, fire, Zentharum, fire, <laughs> well, fire. Normally, I like the Zentharum, and it was a, it was a sort of a, a Zentharum-centered campaign. But this was like a, an offshoot that was old school, and they were, you know, uh, so and everybody in the city was just kind of evil in their own way. So I think the idea for both both the guards and the Zentarum mm -hmm. being corrupt was to just burn the whole thing to the ground. Which, hey, it yeah. worked, and it made for one of the most memorable campaign moments I've ever had the pleasure <laughs> of DMing in my life. That was really cool. It was very just, no, I'm just going to burn the whole city down. <laughs> yeah, why <So>. not? <laughs> my favorite of this is the flavor one. I like the Hearthwalk. The Hearthwalk is really cool. You can take your party, and you can be like, come, come, hold hands, gather around, and we're all going to hold hands and run into the fire together. And then everyone's like, what? And you drag them into the fire and you teleport to the next fire that you can see within, see how, how long is it? It's like a mile, 10 miles. So you can kind of like, you can kind of step into the elemental plane and you can mm. see 10 miles in any direction, wherever there's a hearth or a fire and you can just teleport between these hearths, which mm. is really cool. Um, Okay, so what stood out to what you? What a way D? to make an escape, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like, really cool, actually. Literally, any, um, any, anybody, any, any evil villain or 
any uh, uh, politician or whomever you're anyone you need to escape from if they have a fireplace or a bonfire you can just right through and right. um so d what's your favorite and then garnet i'm curious now that you uh i'll go to you after that you've had a chance to kind of look it over but mm -hmm. uh d what's your favorite as so, far as ones that stand i up know to you? before we were kind of talking about the court the flame um because of the ac bonus and i thought that would be hilarious to put on a forge cleric yeah um <laughs> <laughs> because it's also not concentration so that was really why i was looking at it I was like okay so it's not concentration you put it on a forge cleric who already has access to um shield of faith which is concentration um i thought that was really cool but what's hilariously won me over is the cantrip smolder i thought one that's an, an amazing name for it because it's called smolder show me the smolder but <laughs> but it's completely not the, the sexy smolder that you were thinking of. Yeah. It's these engagement <laughs> checks, which I thought was really cool. So it's just imagining, you know, this character, this charismatic character, essentially makes a, um, like, their own wreath of flames that is just, like, you're, you're using it as an intimidation factor. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because, like I said, it's a cantrip, so you can keep doing this whenever. If mm -hmm. you just wanted to be a dick to somebody, you could just do this. <laughs> just constantly smoldering, yeah. And you could make like a, um, like a, was it Zoolander? Or was it the with the with the blue steel? You could do like a red steel, and you could Whoa. have like the yeah, yeah you could have your uh -huh. own version of the smolder. You could be like do the smolder, and you just keep casting the cantrip. You exactly. Know, you so actually, level, yeah. The <laughs> opportunities for shenanigans for these is what is what really wins me over. The flavor is mm, like, the flavor mm, and the shenanigans. it's so good. It's so good. That's like, that's like, that's one of the cool things about 5e supplements, like um, another supplement, Griffin Saddlebag, but for mm. deep magic, there's a lot of flavor and it's like, TTRPG should be fun. You know, it, it, it should be fun and kind of silly in its own way. And, mm. th and there should be these flavor options. Uh, I really like this. All right, Garnet, you have any that stand out to you? Um... Currently, I think my favorite is going to be Fire Dance. Yes. Um, because it, it sounds like it could be so pretty. And then, of course, you know, when you're done, they're charmed by you because, mm -hmm. like, who isn't super impressed by somebody who can shoot fire from their hands and then make it pretty? Right? Exactly. This, hey, listen, it, if you want to take this on Amina, you absolutely uh, can. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and what's really cool is the first sentence. Oh my God, excuse me. The first sentence where you dance and twirl two sources of fire in rapid patterns. So you're like, I can totally see Amina or any other bardic character or any other character that has, or Kiri, um, that has a penchant for fire and art, right? Just kind of weaving very sort of uh, fire bendy sort of fire dancer. It's mm. a really cool idea. And then you have the all of the glass flavor, which ties oh, into the oh. lore of the character that currently holds it. So right. spray of glass. And then the molten shard. Mm -hmm. uh, Ian's armor of glass. And then, of course, Ian being the uh, the current holder in the Cobalt Press world, right? Because Cobalt Press has their own homebrew world that all of this takes place in, which is really cool. And Ian's armor of glass is kind of like their nod to all of the the Watsi D D characters that have spells on you know that have spells named after them that trope of right. wizards naming spells in the lore that ends up in the actual book that you can have a physical copy of i love that wizards always naming spells after themselves mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. pretty on brand my second favorite because i'm a sucker for flavor is the brilliant harrier you conjure a glowing raptor of flame that appears within an unoccupied so you're just right, and it's a bonus action. Well, and it is. yeah, I that yeah, and it requires a piece of charcoal from a campfire. So imagine the characters mm -hmm. all sitting around the campfire and having your pyromancer just kind of always collecting the charcoals, right, and mm -hmm. not using it, and saying like, "What are you doing with that?" And don't worry about it, just watch. And then all of a sudden, they're in they're in battle or they're they're in a social situation or trying mm -hmm. to intimidate someone and get a piece of coal, just toss it and just giant 
flaming raptor just appears and it makes attack rolls and deals uh, and deals fire damage so for a bonus action that just requires charcoal to just throw it out uh it is the second level conjuration but it's still cool because you can it's anywhere yeah, within 60 pretty feet good for second level yeah let me just take this piece of charcoal and throw it into the middle of a bunch of bad guys and make a dinosaur yeah. and then that, out of fire that then creates more fire damage. There's yeah. got to be like an intimidation check with that too because that's coming out of nowhere. Right. You know, I'm reading the chat and I'm seeing what Allie wrote and it says, I know raptor means bird, but what about velociraptor? I was thinking velociraptor the whole time. Dude, I thought they were talking about a dinosaur. Yeah, me too. I, well, dinosaurs. Are, yeah, dinosaurs are birds technically, so same thing. Yeah, technically, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's it like, works. Yes. Yeah, Rudolph. More dinosaurs, good. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I guess you could do it either way. You could do it one yep. of three ways, I guess. Depending on the flavor of the character, if they wanted a flaming dinosaur, I'd give it to them. Well, it, it does say it swoops down, so you could either have, so you could have the DM say it's a raptor like a hawk, or if your DM is really cool, it's a it's a velociraptor with wings that can also fly. That's very funny. <laughs> All right, second favorite spell here, uh, D. Um, hmm. See, that's a good question. Um, I kind of like the bombard. Um, yeah. Mostly because, I mean, again, it's it's another cleric spell. Um, I am partial to all things cleric and druid. Um, I like the idea of the cleric being able to have, especially like a forge cleric, because again, I would harp on this point, no matter where I'm at, forge cleric should have got fireball. I stand by that. So this, having the ability to have a fire spell that's not simply just uh, heat metal or wall mm -hmm. of flame, this would be something that I'd be like, okay, I can deal with not having fireball if I get bombarded. Yeah. Hey, I will advocate for all of these spells with you to Panda. <laughs> we will present to United Front. We will be like, Panda, listen, we just did a oh, podcast on this. Well, see, Panda, if you're in chat, now you know what's going to happen. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, sometime this week, you're just going to get a question of, hey, what about these fire spells? Right. And yeah, the chat is absolutely correct. Raptors are like that, but dinosaurs are way cooler. Kiri would absolutely say Kiri had a T Rex form, Kirisaurus Rex. Oh so, man. Yeah. So to have two flaming dinosaurs at the same time would be awesome. Uh Rudolph, side note, Cobalt Presses Tome of Beast 3 shows dinosaurs with feathers. Uh, yes. So that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. So again, if your DM's really cool, you'd have a little actual flying velociraptor. Uh, and yeah, bombard anything that. Let's see, what's the damage here? Um, I think it was like four forty ten. Forty. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of like every other card, every other red card in Magic: The Gathering. Mm -hmm. Darn it! Second favorite spell. Oh, I am torn between two. Okay. Uh, now that I've had a chance to read them, I really like Flames United because yes. then I can heal with fire. But yes. then there's Emoliating Geist, which is a <laughs> crazy spell. Yeah, I read that. And I was like, that's freaking scary. If you have a, a yeah. DM who's really good at describing things and you have an actual fire ghost, that's some yeah, scary, that is, that is scary business. <laughs> a flaming spirit that appears in unoccupied space medium that's really cool and then okay what do you like about flames united it comes with the witch uh in the witch class that's introduced in this too Ooh, okay okay so same with hearthwalk i actually just noticed that so oh, that's neat that. we just get their own little uh spells from here yes oh yeah and uh there is a new there's a new class that you can that you can play uh, Garnet the Witch, which I was like, okay, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Garnet, what did yeah, you like, like about? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, Flames United is just like it's this pretty like floating orb that I can send like thirty feet and use it to heal people. Yeah. So it's super unassuming, and it's just like, what is this little light? Don't worry about it. Somebody's getting health points. Yeah. <laughs> Everything here it's is perfect. Healthy. 
Yeah, don't worry about it. Just let it happen. And they're like, this is been burns. Let it happen. <laughs> but then it yes. actually, they're like, oh, it actually actually feels quite nice. Yeah, it's, it's like a warm hug. It's like it's like a, a good spiced spider. Yeah. Or you can have a, a Gandalf moment where uh, you have a giant ball of fire and you're trying to heal someone with it. And they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, don't worry. It's quite cool. <laughs> it's quite um, cool with an old fiery ball of death. Yes. Or at least it looks that way. So, D, uh, we'll bring it back to D, and uh, sure. that should bring us to time. So, D, uh, wrap us up here with something strong. One more, and uh, what's what's the last one you want to talk about here as far as the magic spells? We have to pick one more. The last one? Well, okay, can I pick the really cool one that comes with the legendary item? Totally. <laughs> it's the Flames Chronicle Unleashed. First of all, dope name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really dope. But I want to talk about how, um, first of all, it's ritual. So that's really cool that you you automatically can, you can have it prepared. And if you have something like the ritual caster feat, you just get this. Um, so I think it's really cool because it's got three different effects that come with it, it looks like. So the wind, falter, and desiccate, which I mean... Okay, that last part is, sounds really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, just evaporate all the bodies of water in the area. like Exactly. Just like, no, you don't need the water. And that's your villain arc. Exactly. Does it care? My villain arc is, I get the, I get the book. Well, mm-hmm. actually, you know what? That's funny. That would fit in with the first uh, plot hook. Yeah. The one where you decide to keep the book or not. There you go. There's your villain arc. You get this spell. I chose not to return the tome. It's fine now. I want to desiccate all water within this region. And then you could have a second campaign that picks up with a new party. Exactly. To track See, that. It, yeah. it writes itself. It all circles back. It all circles back. So I think that's the part that I really like. A sheet of scorched platinum with 500 gold pieces which is destroyed in the process. That's really cool too. Mm-hmm. So expensive. Yeah. So expensive, but I mean, it comes off of a fabled item. I think yeah. it's worth it. I agree. It's really cool, but it is very expensive, especially for a material component. But the really cool spells have the most expensive material components, as we have okay. as we have learned. Uh, and that uh, pretty much brings us to time. Unless anyone has any other <clears throat> burning thoughts. Thanks for letting <laughs> me crash. Yeah, totally. No, I think I think we've pretty much covered it. Um, I I mean, once again, I think we just have to say that this is really flavorful. Um, and bringing it back to the point of you know, this is I feel like it would be a DM's best friend. Agreed, and apparently a player's best friend too, because we're like, I want to use that. I want to use that. <laughs> exactly. That would be great for Everly. That would be good. Uh, that would be good for for Amina. That'd be good for Kiri, right? So, exactly. uh, check out Cobalt Press. Uh, I'd link the Kickstarter in the chat here. So, check out the Kickstarter. There's also all kinds of cool goodies, um, happening, uh, happening there, and special hardcovers, PDF copies. Roll twenty, foundry access, mm-hmm. uh, enamel pins, and all this stuff is unlocked. Reference tables, uh, new wizard subclasses, bard and bard maestro NPCs, new drag, new dream magic style. Ooh, oh, they've unlocked like so many tiers. Mm-hmm. Wow, they've unlocked all of them. Okay. See if there's any any anything stretched on the bottom. No, and I, I saw some stuff about minis too. Uh, yeah. Somewhere here. But that would be cool. Oh, Project Black Flag Arcane Appendix added in. Ah, there's Project Black Flag. <laughs> but you can uh, support and pledge on Kickstarter. Hmm. Well, I get paid tomorrow, which means I know where my money's going. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for Deep Magic too. So thank you, Garnet, for uh, uh, crashing and, and hanging out and offering your thoughts, and for D as always. Um, uh, Garnet, while you're here, and then we'll go to D. Uh, what do you got going on in the meantime? 
Oh, I am busy with movie stuff. Uh, yes. <laughs> there, there's a lot more happening than I thought there were, but it's okay because that means I'm busy. Yep. Well, that's good. Busy is good. I know you're yes. like a hands full with school and movie stuff, movie production yes. stuff, uh, which is cool. I really liked your uh, your fantasy film there with the the Elvish family. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I actually got to put up my new one. Um, it's a it's a mystery. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Please do. Um, and also, D, what you got going on in the meantime? Other than uh, I know you got a lot of stuff. You homebrew world and incarnate. Uh, yeah, a lot of it's just kind of um, like I said, getting that up and running, um, getting a world map to kind of um, start off with. Um, and I will, I will actually let you know when I'm a little bit closer to finished on that. Okay. And again, if you have a spot. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you're, you're the first Yay. one I'm going to ask. Well, that's it for us, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on a, a random Tuesday night for talking about Deep Magic Volume 2 and Pyromancy. And we will be back here on Monday the 6th with... Stormwatch Hearts of Fire, Episode 2, sort of a new chapter for Stormwatch. So this is Part 2, uh, Episode 2, and a brand new chapter, uh, which takes place in our Heaven's Fire homebrew world, so check that out. And uh, then in, uh, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after, for Heaven's Fire. So uh, thanks again, D and Garnet, and uh, of course, the usual Be Queer, Do Crime. Uh, we love you all very much. We'll see you around the Discord server. I'll link here. And uh, thank you to our friends over at Cobalt Press, uh, to Dot at Cobalt Press. You're awesome. Uh, thank you for the update on the Deep Magic 2 uh, stuff and for sending that to us right away. And uh, y'all are awesome. Uh, we love the Cobalt Press people very much as well. And uh, so are all of our uh, friends and community members, uh, those who came out to chat with us on a Tuesday night. Y'all are super cool. So thanks, everybody. And thank you again, Dee and Garnet. And uh, until the next podcast episode, uh, we'll see y'all then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.